Hello, everyone, and welcome to Moogle Go Around Radio, episode 132. We're getting close to the 150, I'm scared, Paul. I mean... 150 in Walker at some point. Yeah, it'll be at some... Oh, I'm scared. I don't... Scary! Why? Was there, like, a dark prophecy that at episode 150... <laughs> and like... on the 150th episode, the skies will darken. Well, I was going to introduce our guest in a minute with, like, cool intros, but... um. I Too guess right. they were made guess. their own intros. <laughs> yeah, we just we introduced kicked... ourselves by by spewing like mad prophecies up in here. Yeah, we kicked the door down and just came in to introduce ourselves. Sorry about that. Not very polite, I realize. It's fine. I, well, I guess we'll do it now. I want to say um, if you want to see some amazing lore videos and other different types of videos um, from the media tour, which happened last month, a few, you know, I want to say go check out our, one of our guests, Bird of Chests videos. Over on her YouTube channel and on Twitch. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> how's it going? Thank you so much. Thanks. Oh my gosh, I, I, hearing you say like a month ago was the media tour was absolutely a surreal experience because I feel like I still am recovering. I'm sure all of you as well recovering from the media tour. It, I mean, it no. feels like it was like last week. I'm it like looking at the calendar. I was like, holy shit, has it really been that long? I mean, it all has been. look at time. time. I just guessed about yeah. month. So yeah, yeah but, month, isn't it? but thank you, Chili. Yeah, I was so, so, so glad to get to go this year and um, to be able to create some more videos for it. Uh, you can find them, yes, on YouTube. And then we also did some coverage over on Twitch uh, where you can find me playing Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2 primarily. But I love talking about games. I love especially MMOs. They are my big passion, um, though I do also play a lot of RPGs, JRPGs, and I'm really excited to be back with everybody. Um, also, just as a little note, I actually do have a rebrand coming up next Ooh. week. Uh, so soon I won't be Bird of Chess. Oh, it's finally happening. Be, it's finally happening. Um, I will be Rookuri, so R-O-O-K-U-R-I in the future, just so everybody knows. Good, because last time I tried to talk about the fact that we had you on as a guest, I, I, I accidentally called you Bird of Chest by accident. Sorry. <laughs> it literally happens to every person. I was at a convention this past weekend. People were like, oh, what's your name on Twitch? I was like, Bird of Chest. And they were like, Chest? Okay, cool. And they're like, oh, it's not coming up. And I was like, like the board game? Chess? Board game? Chess? <laughs> oh, so you play chess. No! <laughs> yes, so there are many reasons why the rebrand is happening, and those are two of them. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm happy to hear about the um, rebranding. And, well, if you want good Fantasy fourteen information and you want all the tooltips in a lovely manner, because it was probably one of the best ways to look them up, in my opinion, um, Fusion X from Gamer Escape. Yeah, so so full disclosure, I did not do the, the tooltips. That was no, all Zen. Did all um, I, no, I did, I did all the videos. <laughs> those, those took just as much time uh, to sift through all of the hours of, of footage and everything that we had to try and make it somewhat cohesive. Um, but yeah, um, you know, we do Aetherite Radio um, every Saturday at noon uh, Pacific time, um, talking about whatever. Um, we have the, you know, the site, the wiki, soon we'll have a new site. Um, we've actually, I've like literally been bug testing it the last couple of days. So it's- I love that wow, Fusion, it's... Fusion, I love that you're just like, yeah, we like do a podcast, whatever. We just talk about, I don't know, like anything. It's Final Fantasy fourteen podcast. And we do talk about good stuff on there. I want to hype up our podcast. Yeah, hype it up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, do is is the the focus Final Fantasy fourteen? Yes. Did we spend probably at least a good ten minutes last episode talking about random MCU bullshit? Also, yes. I so, mean, we spent about <laughs> half an hour on here talking about fucking food. So I don't know. There you go. You, don't want to know what happened you know, in the one ERP of our episode. 
and one of our plans for before Endwalker. Uh, I, you know, we have to shift some stuff because of that live letter, right? But we, hell, we were going to do an entire episode about food. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, what kind of raid food? Like, is they going to be like cool raid food? What Reaper? Like, what's Reaper going to eat? Are they just going to eat like void tacos? Like, yeah, Reaper, yeah. Uh, as part of their lore, um, they were farmers previously, you know, we know that, but um, they had to, when they made this dark pact, actually give up all foods of the earth. Uh, so, or the Hydaelyn, I guess, in this, I'm, since that's the Earth gassy. equivalent. I'm feeling gassy just thinking about the idea of void tacos. Like, I just, <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't go down well. But a void squid, you know. Why will this command not work? I hate you, Streamlabs OBS. Because the bot is not there. The bot has disappeared. The bot has gone to sleep. Damn it. I don't know why. I haven't the bot touched went to anything. get void tacos. I literally just opened. Well, you know what? I have the thing open. I'll just... <laughs> Copy and paste the statement. There we go. The statement. It sounds like a lawyer thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's the disclaimer. <laughs> we are not liable for any. <laughs> for anything that Fusion or Rook say today on this podcast. Look, I just wanted to promote all your wonderful channels. So, Well, we appreciate it. But the bot said nay. Well, well, you know what? The, bot? the bot's a jerk. Yeah, screw screw the, bot. the bot. We were talking yeah, about bots earlier. Live. So, Transformers will be an end war. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that's I mean, the topic today wow i did not get enough lore <laughs> to back up this theory uh sure give me a second i'm gonna google no. <laughs> i mean uh, i know if you know the diamond weapons or anything we may see yeah. some transformer if sid's I mean, there we saw that omega looking weapon didn't we in the in the job yeah some, we did some kind of omega i was very excited by that i Loved the designs of Omega and MF, and gosh, Alpha's got to show up somewhere. He's such a good boy. Oh, I, I really do hope Alpha shows up. I do love the, by the way, spoilers for anyone who hasn't done it, I do love the fact that Alpha is wandering around the world. Yeah, it's such a cute detail. I think they should just bring Alpha back, and Alpha gets the, the, the killing blow on uh, on Xenos. <laughs> you just out of nowhere, just like, whoosh, like full Hildebrand just comes in. Comes in, just gives him a heart, changes the, you know, changes heart. That's how. Oh my gosh! If he was like um, the Grinch, but he was like the. (laughs) And on that day, Xenos' heart grew three times as big. Yeah, he just saw Alpha, and then he had an entire change of heart. Like, was it Cindy Lou Who? But it's just Alpha. Yeah. (laughs) We've just spoiled Endwalker for everyone. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, we told everyone that they didn't actually give us any previews of the story or quests of Endwalker at the media tour, but we were lying, and they did tell us that it is pretty much just like the Grinch, but Final Fantasy setting. So, sorry, I mean, everyone. Yeah. Come up to Christmas, I'm just saying, you know, kind of I works would, out. I would like that, actually, to be honest. I, I would love to be my Lalafell to be one of the townsfolk that finally gets a Christmas present after all these years. As to yeah, it's like. just, you know, the Grinch, you know, he just, you know, just stealing all your relic weapons and stuff. Which is canon because you saw a bunch of weapons. Saying it's like come weapon. to you at the end of the the expansion. Just go. Are there any fetch quests we can do for you? Ah, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine. And then we go. Yeah, we already can do that. It's called retainer. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you're about. Mine just keep bringing me fish in other people's houses. Still a fetch quest, even if the fetch quest involves sending out to go get fish. I didn't send it out to go get fish. I was hoping for something, you know, like a fat cat meaning that I still ain't got. Fish. Look, the fish. more fish you have, the more likely the fat cat will come because it's after the fish. Is that true? Can I get, you know, can I get that in writing? 
we are like building such a narrative here. Like this is <laughs> this is creating our own content and diving into the world. I would absolutely love it if in this canon in a future Starlight event they were just like, yeah, Santa Claus has been the fat cat minion the whole time. <laughs> and you have to leave fish out for him. And then you could go and you could do ocean fishing and you could get new special holiday seasonal only fish that then you could leave out to get some sort of special prize or special reward in the game for the holidays. That would be incredible. And I think they should do that. Yeah. Instead of uh, that weird like rainbow effect on ocean fishing, you just proc like like a bunch of flying reindeer show up on top oh of the boat. God, and yes. That'd be so good. And you hear like, ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. I also, love ocean fishing. I think I want more ocean fishing like content. Also, can Makoto now eat raw fish? That would be a nice update as well. I mean, they're cats. That's fair. Okay, then can bunny girls and bunny boys eat carrots? I mean, there are carrots in the game, so probably. Hopefully. Good. I like carrots. They help your eyes. They, they can eat the carrot, but they can't put the carrot on their head. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't equip it as a, a hat carrot. <laughs> it was. It was a hat. It was a jab at <laughs> it was a hat joke. I got you. I got you, Fusion. Okay. I mean, I knew, I'm living. I knew you would at least appreciate the. Uh, I mean, the ragging absolutely. on the hat thing. As a Viera. And as a Vera player that's hung in there all this time, anytime there's even a vague allusion to the hat shenanigans, I'm right there with you. I understand. You are one of the strongest people I know, being able to, oh. to play Vera for so long without hats. I, I don't know how you. I don't. I don't think I could do it. I'm not gonna lie. When I was filming some B-roll, um, some like additional footage for the media tour lore videos. I, a couple times, just went in and Fantasia'd, and of course I know there are other ways to do this, but I Fantasia'd so that I could just, you know, have somebody that looked like they were going to be in Thavnaya or stuff like that. And the immediate just liberation I felt going into the glamour wardrobe and suddenly all these hats that had just been sitting there in a graveyard for ages I could use, and all these hairstyles that I had paid money for I could put on my character, there, there was a moment of weakness where I sat there like, I could just leave myself a Highlander. I, oh, I, I mean, I love my Vera, I love her, but I could just have hair and hats. And I did, I did Fantasia back, but it still haunts me to this day. I've got until end of December to do a challenge where I have to unlock Flying in Stormblood and Endwalker. Otherwise I'm forced to be changed to a different race in January by Maelstrom Radio. So maybe I will be Do we ever found out? Are you working for that? Like, do we ever find out? You, okay, so you are working, okay. Yeah, but I'm still going to uh, level with you, though. Okay, cool, sir. So. That means I'm on boobable that time. Let's go. We're going to go Yay. boobable for the first week. Ooh. So, talk about... After I change happens. my bunny girl to a bunny boy, and then I'll come on. <laughs> is anyone else changing to bunny boys in the chat, or is it just Paul? <laughs> I definitely am going to have some bunny boy alts. I almost, I almost switched my main to Bunny Boy, but I think I'm gonna keep her. But Look. it is hard because they are good. Look, I think I might, I, I might pop a Fantasia, but only to get the stubble. <laughs> You've been uh, waiting for so long for that fusion. I have like no doubt. I was like, the moment I saw it in CC during Media Tour, I was like, that's it. Fusion's gonna have that stubble <laughs> face forever. I mean, no, you know, it's not like game. we haven't been asking about it since Stormblood or something. Can my Lalafell get that stubble in the future? I hope so. I really hope. I was devastated because I have an Elizabeth character 
that in my own headcanon just has stubble, but the only thing that I can have as an Elizin is that like weirdly sculpted, super pointy triangle mm. facial hair. And so I immediately, the moment I was in the CC with media tour stuff, I like went in, I went to see if I could put the stubble on my Elizin, and I couldn't. But you can put it on both Highlander and Midlander, which yeah. um, a lot of people weren't didn't know about or didn't know if it was confirmed, but I did actually double check that. And yeah, you can, which is nice. So I hope they expand it and they do make it something where we get more facial hair options just across the board for other races too. Yeah, even even if I have to buy like, you know, the beard pack, you know, Square Enix, I will do that. I'm a man <laughs> that likes my beards. Like I more money. Reach out to me. Also, don't make it gender locked, because that'd be nice as well. I, I feel like anyone should be able to have it. <laughs> so, so females can have beards too. Yeah, I'm down. I would love yeah. me a bearded lady. Yeah. Not not gonna lie, let's go. I mean, yeah, I think that they should just honestly remove gender locks for, like, just about everything. Yeah, because honestly, there are so many people who are gender fluid or non-binary or anywhere, you know, or trans who want to express in a lot of different ways. There are even just some people who just want to play around with their character and, like, let them... Gosh, even Lala's that at this point, I think, would love to do additional variations of, like, dwarf cosplays and stuff. If you could just have beards on all of them, that would be so amazing. You could get deep into the like headcanon of different dye colors of beards and different adornments for beards and all kinds of stuff, and I would love that. I would go so broke if those were on the Mog Station. I would be Encyclopedia so Norvrant just has an entire chapter about dwarf beards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, we need that. Absolutely. So about the media tour that was recently, I was able to be to participate in it, but of course our two guests were also part of it, and I would like to ask you what were your favorite parts. Fusion, if you want to go first. Mm-hmm. Favorite parts of the... T- I mean, everything? Can I say... Can I say I everything? Feel like that's cheating. That? I feel everything like that's cheating. Everything except for the scale of Garlemald. Yeah, that was Is that weird. a little more... <laughs> um, I yeah, I mean, it was it was great. Like, uh, going into to Old Charlene, that's where our character started out. Um, I love the music. I love the atmosphere of it. Um, it's nice to see that um Sokin is doing something a little different with the nighttime music this time around um you know the last couple expansions we've had um you know piano stuff uh, from Keiko um for for night themes um and in old charlie and the, the night theme is like acoustic guitar which is like really cool it was nice to hear something a little different um new jobs felt good like i didn't play a lot of sage like not that i would have right that's the thing it's like okay i don't heal so yes i can go hands-on with sage i won't know what i'm doing but I could go hands on with it, but I elected to play jobs, you know, and roles that I was a little bit more familiar with. Uh, Reaper was really fun. Um, I'm looking forward to Reaper. All the other job changes felt really smooth. Dragoon is like, it's like BTS butter smooth. Like it's really good. It feels really good now. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's just like a lot of little stuff. I think my, my biggest thing though, and this is more of like a personal thing was uh, that night um, I got to interview uh, Yoshida san. Uh, and it's just like, you know, with with the way the world is right now, it's been like two years since I've seen him, you know, so to even like to to have like this, even if it's on a Zoom call, right, just to have that interaction, be like, hi, how are you? Like, it's just like, oh, it felt weird, but it felt like a little like cathartic in a way, which sounds kind of weird. That was my first but... time interviewing him in person ever. I've done an wow. email interview before once, like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. around the time Stormblood came out. Um and this time was the first time I'd done it like in person. In fact, they 
because of how late the the event was, because as we all know, found out it was on the North American side instead of the EU. They sent an email saying, "It's gonna your interview slot is at three a.m. Are you sure <laughs> you want to be there, or do you want to cancel?" I'm like, "No, I'll make it work." <laughs> That's such a terrible predicament. It's like, do you want to talk to Yoshida-san or do you want to sleep at three in the morning? I'm like, nah. uh, I mean, yes, I will sacrifice my sleep, but why Sounds have you done weird. this to me? Chili doesn't sleep anyway. People say that, but I do sleep. Honest. Chili's like, nah, I like, Chili felt insulted. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tip and Souls, for gifting the sub. Thank you for gifting the sub tip and salts to Spoonie Bard. I just, I love that. That's a new animation. Yeah, that is new. That's cool. You can upgrade. I don't know if I like it though. You can decorate gifted subs now. Ah, we can decorate. Oh my God. Wait, we can decorate our gifted subs. (laughs) Chili's getting fucking wallet chat out right now. I want to make it the most boring one ever so that people aren't aren't excited to do it. (laughs) 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 Coal. (laughs) Let's have coal. (laughs) Oh my god, you made me choke on my gummy, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like scenery and gummies because I didn't go to the um no, I wasn't invited. I'm too much of a trash content creator. No, you'll be invited. Oh just not no. But yeah, I didn't interview Yoshi Stan. I didn't you know, I just I just sat here and waited for all of it to go live, you know. Which to be fair has its advantages. Viewer. Has its advantages. Yeah, I mean you Honestly, got to sleep that week. You got to sleep and eat food and exist and be a human being that week. I um, it's so funny. I didn't actually think. I knew it was going to be a ton of work. I like in my head I had a big idea of what it would be like. You know, I had prepped, I had everything ready and lined up with, you know, the editors that I have on the channel and everything. And like <laughs> even so with it being my first media tour, I could not believe the just sheer amount of work that goes into this across and, and the board. And imagine if we everyone. hadn't talked before that too, to give you like I know. a little heads up of like what I we didn't have any heads past. up. I just went oh in my blind. God. <laughs> it like, is absolutely. <laughs> so you didn't see most, anything. I know it's like the most frantic. <laughs> just I couldn't believe like every waking hour was just media tour. <laughs> like every every single waking moment was just trying to get the content ready to release for embargo. Um, and I mean, it was awesome to get to be there. I guess to answer the question of what my favorite part was, I, oh, it's so tough. I, I mean, obviously I did these lore videos on the new zones. And for me, I am such a huge fan of the artistic direction in this game, the lore, the storytelling, the way that they visually bring it all together um, with even just things like these maps and these locations. And it's just such an incredible world to lose yourself in. And they took it to a whole other level with Endwalker. I mean, creating those lore videos, again, was a brutal amount of work. And now I know why almost no other content creator creates in-depth lore dives, history dives around these things, because you're just trying to churn out whatever you can. But I'm also still so glad that I took the time to do it, because diving even further into those zones and what those pins are and what all of the different areas and how they've paid so much attention to detail Thavnayer in particular just blew me away with the references, the color palette, the design, the lore. It's just unbelievable. So getting to explore those zones and do that was really, really, I mean, a huge highlight for me. But it was also just really great to be there. It was great to be there with people, to get to talk to other creators, to get to have this like weird, incredible experience together, to be in a space with the company 
Because, you know, as content creators, no matter what we do, we're always bridging the gap between players and the companies that sort of make these games and this bigger picture. So to actually have that moment and be there with them when it's something I had dreamed of doing for so long, it was like, is incredibly emotional. I just had to mute myself a few times because I was like in the CC looking at Bunny Boys like, that's amazing. It's like in a stupid face. I'm here right now. Oh, boy buns. Like, it's just, but like, it was like that for everything just to be there and um, get to experience it. You know, when you love a game so much, it's really incredible to be able to give back to it in some way. So to be able to do that through the media tour and then um, you know, be one of these people that got to go. It, it was so special. But I know just as many creators, you know, who are just as incredible who don't attend or can't attend or, you know, don't get that invite. But um, I was really excited to see this year that it did seem like they had opened their doors to some new people and that hopefully they'll be keeping an eye out as well on just the diverse, incredible creators we have in this community. Because um, for a long time, I think they've been trying to figure out how they want to connect with the bigger community outside of just the few people they work with regularly. Um, so that was really exciting to see, and it was awesome to be a part of. What you guys were talking about, you both talked about how amazing the music was, but I'll be honest, I actually had a massive head. I couldn't really talk about it in my review because of an agreement I made, like in my previews, because I had to make an agreement to before I joined the media tour. But I had such bad lag from where I lived that the music mm. was just repeating itself, like the first five notes, almost. Aww. So until I actually got to listen to the recordings later, all I could hear was like, oh god what stop stop please <laughs> the lag was rough it was rough and i was i was doing it from na and yeah. even i had to spend like the first 30 minutes trying to troubleshoot with them because it was just so choppy doing the dungeon when we did the dungeon together that was like dungeon extreme <laughs> yeah the dungeon was... was the hardest part because everything is going so fast yeah yeah yeah, I said the dungeon was really tough, but I feel like that might have been mainly because of the lag. Um, and once we actually get to play it in person, it won't be too bad. So yeah. hopefully, I'm hoping. Um, I, I guess I will say my favorite part was A, because it's my first time going to the media tour. The whole thing, just like Fusion, it was my yeah, it was amazing. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like my favorite part had been Fafnir because it didn't. I didn't like the zone that much from the video tour, like when we saw it on the live live. I I. Yeah, I'm in that that same position. I, I liked Thavner way more than I thought I was going to. But when I got to explore it and saw the colors in person, well, yeah, I mean in person. Like when I got to experience it myself, I felt like it was it looked really nice, and I enjoyed like flying around. So, yeah, I I feel like that was probably my highlight. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I think I'm the only one who really disliked Gala Mold. Like everyone's like, oh, it looks so cool. I'm like, there, I don't there were know. cool elements to it but like really deep down the the scale thing really bothers me for me it was the uh, color palette i know there wasn't much they could have done sure but every time i went there it was nighttime so it was kind of like uh. yeah scale, scale I, for me has always been one of those things that's like been in the back of my mind ever since like stormblood we are out in um was it the, the peaks where they had like the giant tower with the gun yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're going to send a squadron up into the tower. And then the tower blows up and they're like, oh, no. And I'm looking at this tower like the thing. There's no way you fit an entire squadron in this tower. Like it, the scale of it is so off that like it's, you know, I could fly around it in like two seconds. It's not that big. Um, obviously, like it's not this giant open world game. They're going to have to work with scale at some, you know, in some way. But just like going to Garlemald finally. And it's like 
I don't know, like four or five square blocks. It's just like this tiny little like patch of city. It's like, eh, all right, this isn't really, really what well I was hoping past, for. Though. That's the problem. Like you were talking about the tower. Yeah. But look at Heaven on High. That's a massive tower that you can tell is like a tower. And then even though yeah, well, that, the, for that one too, I think they there's some lore about that too, where it yeah. shrinks you down inside. And, but like, yeah, um, I mean, when I think of, I think probably one of the best visual tricks that I've seen them pull off in the game, to me, has to be um, Amarat, right? Like when mm. you are down there and you're in the city, there is a very limited actual area that you can run around in, right? But the actual scale of the city that rises behind you is so vast that it really does feel like this massive yeah. metropolis, you know? And it's interesting because I actually really did like Garlemald. And in regards to the color palette and stuff like that, one of the things that I enjoyed the most out of the three different zones we were able to look at is the fact that every single one of them felt really visually distinctive and different and told a story without a single quest npc ever having to speak a line of dialogue and that's something that i kind of felt like minus a few standout zones and Shadowbringers, we had a little bit more monotony across the board because again this is a place that's been sucked out of you know all of its vibrancy and life has been drained by the light and all this kind of stuff and they messed with the skyboxes which was cool but you know there were a lot of zones where i was like and it's more brown dirt and rocks and dirt and rocks and i was like okay but one thing about these three zones is that in all of them, everything, the color palette, the looks, the architectural details of the buildings are phenomenally done. So good. And it felt to me like Garlemald's color palette in particular was very much like a specific kind of gray, dark, metallic, like it... it to me, it felt much more like an artistic decision that kind of sets the stage for, again, that kind of roiling, red, just monstrous thing that has sprung up from the Imperial Palace. So that felt effective to me. But I do agree in the sense that, like, I almost wish that the zone itself was just the city. Like, yeah. I wish that, oh, yeah. I think I've seen just very few games and very few MMOs do this. But like the two that come to mind are Guild Wars 1 and The Witcher 3. The fact that you can like go into the entire city in The Witcher 3 and you can like go into buildings and sure some of them are copy paste. But like everything is there and rich and visualized as almost its own zone is incredible to me. And it just felt a little bit like maybe a missed opportunity to me to do something innovative in the sense of having like an entire full scale map that was literally like a devastated urban metropolis and that you could go to these different areas and the buildings would be towering up above you and there'd be, you know, rubble and they could even work in a few little effects or things and, you know, have the enemies roaming the streets, but you could really go around all the different districts and see how different people lived in Garlemald and the ruins of their lives and the military for like that to me would have been like, holy cow. Um, as it is, I kind of extended benefit of the doubts, you know, or suspension of disbelief, just in that sense of like, I realize that probably this is actually meant to be much larger, but it isn't because we're getting a bit of a geographical sense here. But I agree that I didn't, I felt like they maybe could have done something, pushed it even further, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, there were there were some elements that were really cool, you know, like the having like the subway system and you can actually go down into it. Um, but then there, you know, uh, that and, you know, in that, that same kind of note too, is like, there's like the highway that kind of like comes out from the side of the map and curves into the city. And you're looking at this, it's just like this tiny little 
downtown city in this giant ass road and you're like where does this go like it just goes into the wall there's a there's like a big like metal shutter it's just like <laughs> it feels like it's just there to be like no really this is a big city see it has a road yeah. and it's just like yeah, that's right all right I, I'm, I'm hoping that once we get into it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, the bulk of the city was where this giant tower is now. So it's like, this is kind of, I'm like, yeah, right. Like, if, if they can do that, I'll be all right with that. Like, but it's still right now at face value, right? Paul, what was your favorite part of like the media tour coverage, Paul? He's speechless. It was just everything. <laughs> it's so good. Everything was breathtaking. Have we lost him? Have we lost him? He choked on that gummy, and he's he's no longer with us. <gasps> oh my god! Please I hope not. After all these health issues recently, I really hope not. Like he's just been to the doctors today. I don't want to go back to the doctors. Oh, now I feel like an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my something was downloading on my end, so they may have not heard all that. But eh. so I was talking about stream stuff. Okay, well, are you back? back? Hello. Oh, I I I never left. Okay, so, so your tour stuff. What did you like? I know you went out I didn't and talked, but there's stuff. been yeah, there's <laughs> so many videos sat here. by a load of people. What what stuff did you watch? I mean, the only things I really watched were classes, mainly. Um, again, I don't want to spoil myself too much on like the areas, because I, I want to experience it for myself kind of thing, you know? Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? You know, I want to go in there. I think the only thing I watched was Chili's video of the dungeon, which Yay. looked cool, and the, uh, the bullshit of some of the bosses. Yeah, I, so. I removed all the bosses from my dungeon video, so. Mm. I know. I know oh, you know, don't, don't back on, on, okay. on what I said. One of my favorite things, since I ragged on Garlemald so much, I did love, there was one detail um, in Garlemald that I thought was great. Um, the pipe. Oh, yeah, the pipe. So there's, oh there's like, this the this pipe. kind of, like, tanker thing on this, like, little bed of, like, I don't know, frozen ceruleum or something, and there's this giant pipe that connects it to Garlemald. And when you look on the map, it's just called the pipe. That's it. Short and simple. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's it's a development build. They haven't finally. Well, no, if you zoom in, it's there in Aorzean, the pipe. So that's <laughs> the actual name. It's just the pipe. And I'm like, this is so stupid. It's fantastic. I love this. Right. It's just the pipe. Someone has to copyright the pipe as a pipe. And it was this person who was smart enough to copyright it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of other, I mean, there's just so many things from this media tour. We didn't even really talk about Old Charlene, but I think Old Charlene is one of the most impressive cities that we've had in the game. It's a cool like, hub, yeah. It's such a cool hub. I can't wait to see, like, what characters populated. I can't wait to AFK there and hang out with people and do photo shoots and RPs in different locations. I mean, that really was incredible to see that all realized. Um, and, I mean, the dungeon itself, I'm curious, what did you all think about it? Like, did you feel as though the dungeon... Was a standout in any way for you? If we're trying to avoid spoilers, obviously we don't have to talk too much about the bosses. Did you feel like it was just so so? No, we can talk about the bosses if everyone's in the chat's okay with that. This, you know, there's been so many videos. I just personally wanted to get rid of it of my video just so that if anyone watching my video, you know. But before we start talking about dungeons, just want to say a big shout out to Brooke and Jahara. And it was peace. I wasn't sure who our other player. There was someone from media as well, wasn't there? That was in our group uh, on my mm -hmm. second. That was a fun time. It was thank so fun. I'm so no, thank you. I'm so sad that we honestly didn't capture the Discord audio. This is what made me laugh so much from the media tour. In all of our footage, and I think none of us expected this, you can hear the Discord <laughs> pings. Oh, and so God. every time the Discord bloops, yeah. it picked up in the recording stuff that we were able to use for the media tour. And I didn't even it never crossed my mind because they are two completely separate 
pieces of software it never crossed my mind that you'd be able to hear the bloops but you couldn't actually hear any of our spoken words and what was so so funny is that we got through this dungeon run and it was such a blast thank you for running with me chili because oh my gosh it was great to have some friends there and to get to laugh and also people who know how to play 14 and that was great um but we got done with that run and a couple of the staff that it, that were in there or had come in while we were going were like, this is one of the funniest runs we have heard from the entire media tour. They're like, that was amazing. I wish we had it captured. And I was like, me too. It was such a blast. We were all Didn't they say that yelling were and memeing. Laughing. And... They were laughing in yes. the background. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't have to take that as a compliment. Or... <laughs> we had a great time. Uh, many jokes were told much screaming and death occurred <laughs> it was really good i remember one of one of the things we did is uh there was a uh, a hunt mob in thavner that we found so the entire group was like hey uh. let's like try and take this thing down um uh, and so one of the 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 kind of rules right i'm pretty sure i can say this because it's an in development build if there's stuff that's like not finalized or like in japanese still we couldn't show it which is understandable, right? It's not it's not finalized. It's fine, whatever. So we're like, okay, let's take down this hunt mob. As soon as we attack it, all of its moves are in Japanese. I'm just like, son of a... I did get some See, of We did fight it. We did take it down. The the community team, we had Tony in chat trying to like translate the attack moves so oh, we, we could tell like when to move well. out and when yes. to move it. It was hilarious. Well, Jahara is yeah. a Japanese tutor, and I took Japanese in all of high school. That. Yeah, cool. so um, when we were running, Jahara was was like, <laughs> the move would pop up, and she'd start slowly sounding it out. And then I would be over there, and I was like, blah, 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 tail, 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 it's a tail attack, it's a tail attack, run, 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 run. <laughs> like, it was so, it was so fun, because like, I, I can read Hiragata Katakana, I can't read a lot of complex kanji. So between all of us uh, and Chile, and we're all like hanging there. We're like sounding it out and just yelling as we go, trying to figure out what this is or that is. Honestly, it added a whole level of fun to that fight. I would, if people are looking for new ways to just spice up the game, maybe put your whole interface in oh Japanese and then go run some content and try to figure it out. While I, you you know, I already do that. Uh, uh, I think like half of my raid group actually plays in Japanese. So there's a lot of times we'll be calling out like mechanics or like, Okay, but what is that called in Japanese? <laughs> uh, like, what the game said there was there was asked us to, they asked some people some people asked to turn the Discord sounds off. So um you could actually turn it off if you knew yeah. about it, but I didn't think some, about it. Some, so. some people some people noticed it. Yeah. It was one of those things uh, where because it was remote and things were coming through it was just you know, it's yeah. one of those things, but it's it's funny because you know, you go back, you're like, All right, like right. let's break up some of this music to use for like the B roll stuff, and then you're like why are there Discord beeps in it? So it's like, okay, now we have to take like every single second of footage from the zone and like splice it together to get like a, a cohesive music track to use. And oh my gosh, it was, yeah. Even then at the end, I ended up, I think our our uh, our dungeon stuff still had some Discord beeps. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I think mine still had some. I didn't mind. I didn't care. I'm like, uh, people have Discord. Yeah. They'll just get confused. We'll just trick some people. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, what was I going to talk about the dungeon? I was going to say something about the dungeon just a second ago, but now I've forgotten. Damn it. Oh, no, we were going to talk about the it. dungeon. The hunt. That was it. I actually uploaded some video footage of the hunt because I couldn't get... Well, there was um, some pikes, but I wasn't able to get invited. I was like running around on my own. So I just went... You know, when the boss was down to like 15% health, I just went to like no HUD mode and just started recording, running around the 
<laughs> I'm like, well, I can't Season record the, 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 the text names, but I will record <laughs> without anything on screen. <laughs> so, uh, but now we, our, our run with the hunt did not go well at uh, the A rank. Um, we, it we took found a it while, like, yeah. We found it with half an hour left. Mm. But enough people died, they, they reset. So, it was literally down to the wire. Like we were doing yeah. it up until the minute where they were like, it's time to end. Everybody has to stop. And we literally killed it right before we had like two minutes to spare or something. Gosh. But like, honestly, when, when I was mentioning earlier things that I love from the media tour, those moments were so worth it to me because like, mm -hmm. obviously for anybody who doesn't know, like when you go in as a content creator, it's really different than just like, I'm going to go in for this really fun little preview demo of what's coming, right? Because the whole time you're thinking if you're representing a news outlet or for your own channels or for things like that, you know, you are trying to figure out what you are going to be able to get and how you're going to be able to turn it into content. And so based off of like previous years, you can kind of come up with an idea of what sorts of things they might present, what kind of coverage might be out there and sort of structure around that. But you don't really know until the moment that you're there exactly what you're going to have, how much of it, where it's going to be like, you don't know any of that stuff. So it is a lot of work, actually, even just structuring your day, like how many hours have I been working on X, Y, or Z? How many jobs do I think I can feasibly actually like look at and get? Sorry, I've got some street racing outside. I don't know if you can hear the the zooming of cars. Sorry. Um, but like, how am I going to pace out the footage of what I'm trying to capture? What were the things I wanted to hit? How much time do I have left? How much time do I think a dungeon run is going to take? Let me ask around and see with other people. So like, it really becomes this like self-structured task list and people will focus on different things but it's still so worth it i think to take those rare opportunities to get to like do something with the other people that are present because as creators a lot of what we do is on our own unless we're part of podcasts or moments like this or like you know unless we do collabs so to be able to actually like play together and play with you know other media outlets and all sorts of things and get to see this game in a different light even for just a second is so worth it i honestly think that square enix like they should absolutely capture some of that stuff and capture like the audio lines and all sorts of things and do their own stuff even after where they're like you know these were the creators that we had and like look at how much fun they had in the dungeon or like look at this thing or with two minutes to spare they cleared it because people would love that they would love that um but as it is, I, I really treasure those memories that, you know, the few that we got to make even amidst yeah. all the scheduling. I, th I think, too, on a, on a similar note, something that I liked this time around as well, um, you know, having been to, uh, you know, media tours for Armored Reborn, um, for Stormblood, for Shadowbringers, I didn't get invited to the, the castle in Europe for, for Heaven's Word, but that's, that's okay. Um, it, it was nice to not have Square Enix. And... and I don't know if, if there's a, a good way or a bad way to phrase this, but not step on our toes a little bit because previously we'll get in there. We'll, we'll look at the areas and we'll have, you know, footage of the zones and stuff. And then they come out and put out the official zone videos and we're like, uh Oh, okay. But this time they didn't do that. So what's out there is from the creators, from the media, um, which, you know, allows more eyes to get on that stuff, which I, I thought was, was really nice. So talk about stuff from Square Enix tomorrow is a live letter. Um, Paul, you excited? Uh, depends on hmm. nah, crafting the gathering, PvP and the crafting. Yay! I don't know if they're gonna talk anything about fishing, but other than that, uh, well, hopefully it's a gathering class. I, I want more. I mean, I know fishing. they're taking out high quality. I want to see like, so how are you gonna get like better XP from fishing if the uh, HQ is gonna be gone? 
I mean, that's they already gave you ocean thing. fishing. What more do you need? But what happens if I just want to go chill in a lake for a little bit, you know? Go grab a yeah. leave quest and fish. I mean, they're not completely removing all high quality, right? It's just that, like, low-level stuff. So you will no, still be able I to thought, high quality other things. I thought all high quality is going. No, 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 no. No, no. no I thought you can no, ingredients. high quality, but you can't gather stuff high quality. Yeah. All the base gathering high quality is going, I thought. It's just the crafted. Yeah. But yeah. high quality as a function, it still exists in the game. I've seen, oh, like, a lot of people exists. just, like, all high quality has been removed. And, like, I've had players come in who are just, like, you know, what? What do you mean we won't be able to try and make something good anymore? And it's, like, no, it's just, it's just that our inventories are a disaster. And high quality stuff does not stack. Like, high quality materials don't stack with the normal. So, in order to, like, help condense some of that, right? They're just making it so that there's, you know, that whole tier where it's just going to be, um, you just get the stuff that you get. And then as you craft and you work through it, you can still work towards high quality things. It's just, I think people have had some confusion about that. So I wanted to clarify. Well, and, and to, to further clarify too, your inventory is a disaster. Some of us clean our inventories. Uh, wow. Have... No, I feel like you're the minority <laughs> when it comes to that, to be honest. I think most people's inventories are disasters. I, I think 99 I saw an opportunity and I took it. I'm not sorry. Look, mine is also okay, a disaster. I try to make Thank space, you, but it doesn't. It, it it fills up as soon as I make space. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, I tried to, and like a complete mystery. It's just full again. Like I don't understand how it happens. But, it's not my fault. Definitely, I have no. I take no, no responsibility for see, that. Um, <laughs> magic bag fairies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, mine's pretty clean, and I gather and craft constantly. So. I don't know. I don't know what they want's issue. Yeah, I think it must be a bug, probably, and it only affects Chilean. Yeah, I th oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's a bug. Like, that's a like you problem. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. <laughs> um, no, in regards bug. to live letter stuff, I'm excited to hear more about um, the new small scale PvP, and I also hope we get a little bit more about Island Sanctuary. Like, I know that Island Sanctuary isn't happening like right, right away, but. I just want to know more about it. I'm very excited about it. So they, even if... they need to give us details about Island Sanctuary. Yes. Like, I just if, if not to just tell us of the new things to clarify it, like because there's there's been some discussions about it after the media tour, and I think they really need to do their best to keep uh, expectations in check. Like people thinking that it's a personal house when it's not a personal house. Yeah. The best, it's probably going to be a personal barn. And that's <laughs> the best. I'm thinking yeah. more of a shed. Isn't that what yeah. most people are happy about, though? It's a personal shed. It's a personal something that they can, you know. People think it's bigger than yeah, they are thinking, like, mansion. Like. People were thinking that they, because of various things that kind of got, I don't know, passed around and, and misspoken about and, and things like that, people were thinking that the island sanctuary had been confirmed as having some kind of individual instanced housing that would ultimately be available on the island for every single player to have a house. Um, as it actually sounds like, it sounds more like it's going to be something a little bit a la Stardew Valley, a la Farm Sim, right? Where you have a selection of buildings or a building or something like that that you can build on the island. Um, and what the extent of that will be, we have no idea yet, right? It was just kind of like a little passing thing that was tossed out that there might be some different like facilities you can customize on the island or something. I mean, like... Obviously, like I think of it as if it didn't come out of the developer's mouth, then I don't believe it. <laughs> I just 
you know yeah it's it's that line of there's you know there's this expectation there's this hope that people have where they want instance housing and as soon as they hear anything that could even be remotely interpreted that way they're just going to jump on it and be like yeah we're getting it and it's like no yeah i mean i you know fusion and i we both want instance housing so 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 bad oh yeah but yeah, unfortunately, this one was not actually a confirmation of it. I mean, yeah, but Yoshida they, even came out. And he's like, this is not Animal Crossing. Yeah. There's not a raccoon you will owe money to. It's just, it's, it's an island. And no, a but, no, they did confirm Rowena recently. To money too, so. <laughs> that's true. They did <laughs> confirm recently on this on the special site update that there is going to be a, like minions. So you're gonna be able to have your minions on the island, yeah. which, you know, was kind of rumored and people have been talking about, but that actually was mentioned on the little new summary thing that they have for it. So it does look like they'll be making use of some of those Verminion assets that people rarely <laughs> ever see uh, and letting them out somewhere on the island. Yeah, that would be cool, though, to be honest. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm excited for the PvP as well. I was part of a PvP tournament recently with um, PvP Revival, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, big shout out to them as always. So I'm looking forward to seeing any PvP news tomorrow. Paul? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to be excited for PvP, but I, I'll let you know after they talk about it. <laughs> Paul, have you got any thoughts about PvP at all? Because I know you played PvP in WoW, right? I think. Yeah, I played, I played a lot of PvP in WoW. I was uh, a very toxic rogue player. Um, but no, I hope they make it better than feast and make it so huh. you know you can't what's the word of it can't boost each other have a lot of other characters you know that would be nice so well, that's i what... sound quiet so i'm gonna turn myself up a little bit i don't know if i sound quiet on discord but you sound fine to me okay hey carry on paul okay interesting um but yeah no i'm just hoping they oh sorry i didn't shake. Like... so uh, i just hope they just do it better make it a bit balanced should be fine i uh, know i'm not I'm not really looking forward to anything. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to look. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, you. yeah. Like I mentioned, the PvP Island Sanctuary. Um, anything more that they show us about stuff would be great. If they had news, uh, stuff is in story stuff would be great. But, um, of course, we don't want too much. We want it to be a fresh experience. Um, I would also love it if they elaborated a little bit more about some of the things coming for Vera and Hrothgar. Because... They did mention in some of the follow-up media tour interviews that supposedly they have been working really hard to get more hairstyles and to separate out some of the things, like how Rothgar's hair is tied to their face. So, you know, in order to change your hairstyle, you have to literally use a Fantasia or buy with real money a Fantasia. So I just want to know a little bit more about the extent of that. Um, It was really strange to me at the media tour to see that, yet again, about half of the Relic gear sets just didn't work on Vera as far as the headpieces went, um, especially when they took the time to make the hat for Reaper work, but the hat for Black Mage is very similar in structure and design and doesn't. So I, I just like, it's such a weird, it's such a weird little spot for me from a company, and I've talked about this so much on so many places in Aetherite Radio, but it really is a really strange little thing for me for a company that otherwise is so meticulous and detailed um, to have this weird thing with these races. So just hearing something more about like their plans and how they're you know going to be rounding it out or things like that, I'm so glad we're getting the opposite genders for them. But I think there are still really concerns from a lot of players about the fact that like if these really are the last two races of the game, the fact that like they just don't have half of the you know features and things that other races have and that the gear you spend time and 
you know, like you want to get and acquire and be able to show off and use for whatever reasons you might want to, like isn't visible on them is actually, I think, a pretty big issue. Um, and yeah. for people who don't play those races, sure, it's pretty easy to just sweep it under the rug. But um, I mean, as somebody who plays a lot of MMOs, this is a very weird thing. And I, you know, there's very few other MMOs that have some, you know, race like this that doesn't actually offer the same things as other races. And it just, I don't know. I'm just very curious. I know a lot of players wanted those races, but it almost feels to me like, I mean, they designed the heads themselves. So if they really found that it wasn't going to be feasible long term, then I would have rather had them just do other unique races in the game or something, you know? So I just hope we get more information about that. Yeah, that would be nice to see. You know, we... We've we've talked about this for you know forever, right? It feels like like every other episode. I feel like we bring up the hat issue, but it it is one of those things. Like we, you know, we're not sitting here white knighting the game all the time. Like yes, we love the game, but we do talk about its flaws. And and really, like you know, it's like I've I've said on our show is Yoshida is a very smart man. Like he knows what he's doing. So the fact that we ended up with Viera and Rothgar like this, it's baffling. It like it's just. It's it's astounding that this actually happened under his leadership because it's just it's just that stupid. Like it shouldn't have, ha- you know. So it's so weird to see, and I I hope that they're able to to make changes and and get it to where, um, you know, they don't they they feel more like completed. I mean, I'll be happy to say if like later down the line when they get both of the races out, Bunny Boy and from Rogoga person, you know, the female Horofka, that they just completely just work on the heads, hairs, you know, other things, yeah. then yeah, hopefully, sure. you know, then they'll be fine. Because as I said, this is their last race that's ever going to be in the game. So hopefully they can uh, tune it out, tune it a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. And it does seem like they're working on it. So just hearing even a little bit more, even if it's just step by step, right? Hairstyles. And then maybe someday they start retroactively adding more hats. We get, you know, uh, female Hrothgar coming. Like all those things are good. I just would like to hear them talk a little bit more about it, I guess, for the live letter. Yeah, because yeah. they tweaked uh, some of the hairs for uh, Mika's hat. Like the uh, like the two like baubles you can get on your head hair. Don't know if you know that one. But they actually put it to your side because your ears are in the way of that. You know, why don't you just do that for Vieira? Well, you know, and the, the real the real baffling thing, too, is um, <laughs> on the media tour, a lot of the... Um, the characters were were Mel Vieira starting off like you could Fantasia if you wanted yeah. to, but which I did. Um, if you look, yeah, go go watch a Mel Vieira play Reaper when they mo- uh, do the the merge with their uh, their Void Scent, where they get the cloak. Their ears just disappear. They have yeah. the technology to just like easily be like, all right, just take the ears off. Just just do it. Who we don't care. Just give us hats. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would rather have it. And of course, they, one of the things that I did always find charming about 14 was the fact that they tried to adapt the ears where they could. It doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is funny to me when you get that, like, helmet and Elzin have, you know, little cute ear socks. Like, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I, I would rather just have all the stuff be accessible and, like, half of it cut your ears off than, like, than just have it not be something that you can even, like, look forward to collecting or having or, you know, um, it's just, it is very strange, and especially when it comes to those high-level gear sets or, like, things like the raid rewards or things like these relic sets, which are supposed to be, like, iconic visual job sets for your class. It really feels like a missed mark for me to have any of those not be accessible for all the races that you have in the game. 
Um, especially when they do stuff like in this previous expansion, you know, putting a lot of those armor sets behind uh, something like an Extreme Primal. And while that fight isn't necessarily, again, like the absolute hardest fight in the game, getting people to run it, getting people to do it, trying to spend the time to get all the stuff that you want, to have those unique gear sets or have those upgrades or have whatever else, the diable versions, right? That's still a time investment. And if you get stuff for it and then you can't even use like one of the whole slots, it is kind of, yeah, it's, it's a bummer for people who are really into glamour or even just like collecting those unique gear sets mm. to kind of show what they've accomplished. Yeah, yeah well, I think I've got it... a bunch of hats for my like other, you know, when I when when Vieira did not come out, you know, I was like, you know, Hrothgar, not a Hrothgar, I was like a Benmer and all that. And I have all these cool heads, all this cool armor. Can't use it now because obviously I love Vieira because they're bunnies. But all the armor they have brought out with the the raids have all been like kind of like eye thing. Or, you know, some have hats and hoods. Like, I say, I play a samurai, so, like, they brought, like, a like a rose kind of thing. Well, I thought was pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. That was really cool. But say, why can't I wear a helmet? Why are the ears that way? You know, and you brought up a, another weird point about the AF gear, but the Black Mage, well, you just can't wear it. But why does the Reaper have it? Why didn't they do every AF armor can be on any race? I mean, really, why wasn't every piece of armor created for Shadowbringers compatible with the new Shadowbringers races? Okay, I like, agree. it's one thing if you can't go back and, like, retroactively get everything mm -hmm. done. Okay, that's a little bit understandable. But, like, going forward, the fact that this stuff just isn't there is just, I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> no, I yeah, could have it's, accepted. It's very weird. I could have accepted if they said, okay, when Shadowbringers first came out, the first set of armor the hats aren't compatible because we didn't have time. But any future patches, I feel like any future, like if any future gear that was added in like six point, you know, five point one onwards should have been like mm -hmm. for everyone, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's so it's so strange. Like again, when you think about it, it's just like it's very odd. Like if you think about any other game where they have races that they've introduced that are like part of the selling features of expansions and that obviously have like a passionate player base that likes playing them. Like I can't think of a single other MMO where it's just like, oh yeah, here's new gear that you can get from this dungeon. Oh, but it doesn't work on X or Y. Or like, can you imagine if they just now started doing stuff, I don't know, where it was like Aura, for example, and they were like, ah, well, you know, we realized that we've been working on the horns for a long time and we're tired of having to make the gear work with the horns. So like from here on out, some of the helmets won't work for Aura or some of the things won't work for Elizin because their pointy ears are annoying. And like the amount of players that at that point would be like, what is happening? It's like, even if you're not playing those races, the, those gear sets, those looks, those aesthetics, those the the stuff that you work for to earn in this game, that's one of the biggest selling points for me because Final Fantasy XIV does have so many intriguing, wonderfully done, unique gear sets that as part of your subscription and part of what you, you, know, you look for to get back from this game as far as value goes to some extent does come in the form of those unique looks, right? We're super lucky in fourteen to not have a massive amount of cash shop stuff that is constantly up there and are the only way you can really get your fashion game on. Um, so yeah, it's just like, it's incredibly strange that even with the limitations of these races implemented in the game, which they themselves designed, they have not designed future gear sets to work with the things that they put into the, it's just so weird. It's just so weird. I mean, it, it, it does speak a lot to the game though. We're like, our biggest issue right now is that our buns can't wear hats. 
Yeah. I know, I know, right? And like that, everything else is going to knock problem. it out of the park. <laughs> I will say, there's I so find much good stuff. You, you brought about Elzen and Aura not wearing it. But in reality, if I could be wrong, and Fusion might be able to correct me here. Um, but wouldn't it be Lanafel that actually would be the ones that would have like the equipment removed first? Because Aura, Makote, yeah, and El- Elzen and Ro all use the same like basic model, don't they? And Lalafels actually have their own unique model. If I remember rightly, I don't know for sure, but that wouldn't surprise. If I'm rightly, all I mean, the yeah. base races except for Lalafel are all actually just based on Hero's body, based on shape. Oh, it's but, easy I mean, though. They just take the model and yeah. just squish it, and they're like, "Here you yeah. go." Here's a tiny. And there's, they're still having to adapt that around unique things, though, right? Yeah. Like with yeah. the Aura, they have the tail. Mikote have a tail. You've got the horns. You have different ear shapes, different sizes. So like. It is, it's just, it's just very interesting. It's a very strange little thing that this game has so, so, so meticulously for so many years adapted to the different diverse looks that they have for their races. But like in this regard, they, they, yes, they came to that point where they were just like, well, we just won't have stuff that works for them. And somebody was like, okay. And and then they sent it out. It's very strange. So (laughs) that's why I was curious about hearing about it. But I agree with Fusion in that, like, this game does so many other things so exceptionally well and so incredibly that it really is just a footnote, honestly. Um, I mean, the story and everything that we saw from the media tour, all the stuff that I'm excited about hearing about in the live letter, we've got, what, 15 days, roughly 14, 15 days until the X-Pack. I'm like, I am so excited because this game has done so much that is just incredible. And this is going to be a real real pinnacle of storytelling in MMOs. And I think it's going to leave a massive mark on how other MMOs navigate narrative in the future mm-hmm. now, for a little bit of controversy how do you guys feel that wow is bringing out legion stuff on the uh endwalker day you think they're trying to compete do you think the wow people the wow people that are playing final fantasy do you think they're gonna go back to it i mean battlefield is coming out i think the same day um yeah the so people, like, i think like, that's different though because well no it's just a, no, no it's not i Okay, I feel like, okay, while releasing the patch at the same time is not an issue, the biggest issue, is, as you said, is the Legion, because unlike 14, where you can go back and do old content, like, scaled down with the, you know, either scaled or level unsynced, you can do any old content you want at any time, if, you know, you can just click the minimum I'm level. With WoW, with time no, walking, the, you yeah, can the only do it during... Yeah, time walking worked again, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're t- we'll talking about time walking. Um, I know, like, 5.1 was yesterday. Yeah, 9.15 is yesterday, but Time Walking comes out early December, which is roughly around the same time as Raid. Isn't it early December or is it late November? I know that it was... Late late December. It's like Christmas timing for Raid, I believe. No, no, they should be early... uh, Normal Raid should be early December. Oh, normal Raid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm talking normal. Savage Raid should be end of December. Yeah, I forgot they they split that, yeah. Yeah, Um, Time Walking is literally away a few weeks and release. Yeah. But the thing is, though, I feel like time walking is targeting. That's the problem. The patch is not an issue. Um, people will go back. But the time walking being the fact that it's a limited amount of time and people are exp- about to try their fights. I know uh, this will sound weird because they have done raids in Fantasy XIV um, and they have progged raids, as we've seen before, that they have progged raids. That's nature. Isn't time walking only for two weeks and you can only go in for a specific time and then it's gone and then it comes back uh, in a few a months? A week. It's a week. A now. week. It's a week. They add expansion slowly to time walking, so this typical. That's the problem, though. They're adding this right as the new raid tier is coming out. That's what we're talking about. 
Yeah, but like if you've played Legion, like you've played Legion. You know, it's one of those things. I don't, it's it's apples and oranges. Yeah, Yeah, I honestly just feel like it's people looking for a reason to spark more antagonism between the two communities, right? Um, It's one of those things where World of Warcraft is facing a lot of bigger picture issues right now. Um, And I mean, all studios, yes, but like all studios were affected. Their workflow was affected. All sorts of things were affected by the pandemic. And I think the amount of time that we've seen studios pick themselves up and be able to work towards larger releases has been fairly comparable, right? So just like in general, many games, a lot of momentum is just now starting to come back. And WoW did have a huge drought as far as patch content went. Um, and while we had bit, a bit of delay with 14, we saw more regular stuff even in 14 than World of Warcraft did for a really long time. And with stuff like the time walking things and events like that, right? Um, like work to game saying in chat, these are just things that are just scheduled. Like they just exist and like they are just a right. part of regular kind of upkeep. I mean, just like, you know, stuff that's just happening. So I don't view this in any way, shape or form as like if WoW had scheduled an X-Pack drop of their own that then overlapped directly with Endwalker. That would feel more like a specific kind of play than something like this, mm-hmm. where I really just think like, WoW's got to get something out and they have to keep up with their cycles because, I mean, a lot of the player base has shifted or has changed. And there is a lot of, I think, well-deserved scrutiny on the company right now, both in what it delivers in game, but also in the actual infrastructures and things that are happening behind the scenes that are not a healthy working environment for employees. So it's like, I don't honestly think that that's going to be any competition whatsoever, to be completely frank, with like, a whole new expansion in Final Fantasy XIV at the peak of their subscriber. We have more subscribers right. than we've ever had. It's like this huge thing that's a culmination of 10 years of story. I really feel like Endwalker is going to crush everything through the end of the year as far as MMOs go. And like, if people are really up in arms about WoW having ongoing content, I think it's just because they want to try and continue to feed into this rivalry or this like friction between the two communities, you know? And Chris, I'm not trying to say that, by the way. I'm not talking that. I'm just saying the fact that it's kind of rough for the WoW creators that they're going to be going into the raid because the raid will be coming out at the same time. And they'll have the choice of either do they try and prog Endwalker for their first ever live prog, in a way. Like, as I was saying before, they progged like ultimate they progged other raids with minimum eye level and they're yeah people that have been watching them. But this will be the first time they'll be able to raid. It, it, It will still be... It will still be some prog. I, I've tried, I've tried time walking. And time I got walking the dragon. isn't prog style content. I mean, it it can be. It can it, be it depending can on the be. group because it, it it syncs up as well. Yeah, like to our eye level, and it's a little bit annoying. I've I've had problems. I know my it. group took about two or three hours to to just try the the dungeon when it, when I did it, and it took us a while before we beat it. Well, it's, it's not just a dungeon, what, it's also... Prog, but it still takes a while. You can do raids as well, because that's the thing. Like yeah. There are time-walking raids as well that you can do to get gear, because, yeah. yeah. It's closer but to Unreal. It's, it's still prog, though. If you're making progress on a... <laughs> it might not be exactly Even Unreal the same. is hard. Yeah. Like Titan. Fuck Titan. Yeah, that's why that's in the song. Fuck no, 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 fuck Titan. Yeah, I mean... How people I mean, yeah. approach it will be up to their groups. Yeah. And I mean, for people who are looking for content and wow, right, right now, they need something. Like they desperately need something, you know? So having anything that you can work on is great. 
Um, but again, I don't really feel like the scale of either of these releases are like comparable. You know what no, I mean? No, like no, in a way no. that I would actually like that I, I would said, hold them up to one another and be like, "Ooh, controversy." You know? I don't think it's controversy. I just feel bad because the people that might want to go back and like have rose glasses will have the choice between have to choose between. And even normal mode, when it comes out, world game is not going to be world first. It's normal mode. Nobody cares about who beats normal mode first. It's savage, and savage will come out after time walking ends. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really, I, I truly believe it's just unfortunate right now, right? Mm. Because this is the situation that many companies are in right now, where if they had other releases that they were hoping to get out this year, it just didn't happen. So they're kind of facing this dilemma of either, you know, do we try and cram in all of our releases here before the end of the year when it overlaps with the holidays and everything else that's going on? Or do we delay to early next year? And we've seen different companies address it in different ways. Unfortunately, I just think there's going to be overlap with some of them because so many people had so many setbacks and delays that many of those summer releases we would have seen all got pushed back to the holidays. And I'm sure that wasn't an easy decision even for Final Fantasy XIV to make when they're considering international audiences and the fact that Thanksgiving collides for, in the United States. And, you know, like, of course, they made those decisions and they were like, I mean, I'm glad, don't get me wrong, I'm very glad we get it this year. I would have, I would have been very sad if I had to wait until next year for the expansion. But it's just something where we're going to see some of that for a lot of different games because, yeah. unfortunately. And, and, I mean, big games release on the same day you know, all the time. Like, it's not like this has never happened before. I mean, I mean we're also getting, I think, uh, Pokemon is the same day. Yeah, isn't it? It's on the 19th. So, well, I mean, there's, Pokemon's there's a lot. Access, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll probably be playing Pokemon during early access when I'm, like, waiting for Q. Like, <laughs> waiting for the servers to not shit themselves. Yeah, yeah that's hope. <laughs> but no, look at, look, we're talking about games coming out. Look at February next year. February next year is just What's big games the month. Yeah, there's yeah. so much. <laughs> So did did I did I miss something? February game. February There's so game many games coming 20, out February next year. Twenty two. I mean, I know uh, End of Dragons Guild Wars Two's oh. expansion is coming out February, but I know a bunch of others are too. I mean, you got uh, was it Star Wars? Star Wars: The Republic Seven Point Oh Legacy of the Sith expansion is supposed to come out holiday season at some point. Uh, I know a lot of people don't know what Swotor is, like because. I have my edition. I know what Sotor is. I bought the collector's <laughs> edition. Yeah. yeah, I played it for <laughs> the top a of month my shelf, and then never touched it. And then it just. Well, take that back. I bought the normal one, and then I bought the collector's edition when Microsoft yeah. Store clearanced it for like ten bucks just to okay. get the statue. February so far as Life is Strange remaster, Dying Light Two, uh, King of Fighters, Warhammer Three, Horizon, Destiny Two DLC, Sifu, um, Saints Row, Elden Ring. Evil Dead the game. There is a and lot of there's games. other games as oh. well. Oh, I forgot all about Destiny expansion. Ooh, Vampire yeah. the Masquerade. That'll be that'll be where my life goes in February. <laughs> as long as you bought the Clutch Edition so you can get the, the um, dungeons. Oh, oh absolutely. Shifu, that's good. So February next like February next year is proof that big games will just come out if if they want to. Yeah. So, when, whenever they're ready, they will yeah. come out. That's that's yeah. how these things work. <laughs> oh, but still no Dragon Age. <sighs> Don't worry, that's Quietly, just quietly crying over here. If if it oh, ever yeah. happens, please, please. What do you mean? There's I mean, we know that it's coming, but it's been it has been in the like limbo land for a while now. <laughs> we got a little teaser, little oh, tiny tidbits. Yeah, yeah Dragon, the new Dragon Age, but like nothing really, really specific about it yet. So can, can I? But Bioware has Final Fantasy. Can I? It'll Can be great. I, it'll come uh, out. It'll have dragons of various ages. It'll be great. Oh, okay. 
Look, I only like my favorite was Dragon Age One. Okay, Dragon Age One was the best. Mine was every Dragon. Age. I mean, I, I, I picked oh, favorite between my kids. Origins is my favorite, but that's just me. They all have something to offer, honestly, which is cool. Um, but thinking about stuff with Live Letter Media Tour, hmm, is there anything that? No, there's uh, nothing about the Nautilus. Dang it! No. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else that any of you came across that you know you were surprised by or excited by with like coverage from that or anything you're hoping we might see um that hasn't really been talked about in the new expansion hmm. extreme mount yeah extreme mounts i want to see if my bunny mounts are true yes that'd be good i want to be a bunny reaper with a bunny minion with a bunny mount <laughs> helping like, the bunnies of the moon i was i was wrong about shadowbringers because i I said would probably get pit pigs for Shadowbringers. So. I mean, I would totally take a like boar mount. That would be yeah. so cute. Oh, and if like you all the little ones you got, mounts. that's true. But they're not that good. They could be like a yeah. wild boar, wow. and they'd be very good. Uh, okay, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> um, I know we have pig really beast tribes, but I'm, I was like, because all the if you look, all the um, primal mounts are based on the zodiac. In, in a little bit like there's, there's a bit you know of like the rooster is the bird and so forth but all the there's like horses and ponies and so forth they're all kind of tied to so i'm go i fought pigs because that kind of followed the line but that we didn't get pigs we got dragons but i st I, I feel like bunnies I mean, with the cool. lunar aspect and all the fact that we got all those bunnies i mean do you, do you know do you know what you could have done I, I don't know if anyone watches um seven deadly sins but you could do it like the end of the pig mount it's just a giant pig with like a bar on top no so, okay, I'm I'm a bit weeb, okay, but I think that'd just be cool. I wouldn't mind that. What's the next animal cosplay or costume? Sorry, uh, I think it'd be a cow. I think it'd be a cow. Should we be a cow? I want to be a cow. I will say, I got no. an interview with Yoshi P at the media tour, and there's one thing I wish I'd asked for that I know personally it would annoy everyone else that I asked this question, but it's a question that I've wanted to suggest since swimming Pimp got games. announced. Right? It's something I've wanted Pimp to suggest games. since swimming. I wanted like I can never remember the words of them. Those the rubber donuts you you get the I the, wanted the floaty the thing the inner the tube inner tube. I want some inner tubes as a summer event based on like Moogles, Chocobos, Namazu as like a summer. I mean, that award. would be cool glamour. Like not give us a like, different uh, yeah yeah either as a as a uh, glamour or uh, yeah. do it as a new water float animation. Well, now they could do it as a fashion. What's it? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if you can wear those while you're swimming. I mean, they're, they're just mount codes, aren't they? So you should be able to. <laughs> Do you know what I want? Yeah. I want more like minion slippers. You know how we got the mule slippers? Ooh, I want more slippers. I, th I think that would be cool. You know, I'd get like a uh, like a Namazu, like, you know. You, you just want to shove your feet you know? into more, more things' mouths. Yes. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, would love it. I would love it if they announced um, duo emotes. Like oh. emotes where you could go up to somebody and like agree to High do the five. emote together. Yeah. And then it would coordinate. It would like slot you into the right places and then you would just do it. I think that'd oh be amazing. Oh my God. Can we get a waltz emote where you have to pick a partner and just dance with them around? Oh, that'd be so cool. The downside the is though, if, if you're, uh -uh. you know, if you're a Lollafell, your, your partner has to like break their back to. Oh, oh my God. That would be even funnier. Or you stand on their feet. The Lollafell up. <laughs> you stand on their feet and with the tippy toes. <laughs> but oh, no, I, I, cool. I would have if I was doing a selfish question. I would have asked that. Actually, let's go around the room. We'll end here soon. Um, 
but anyone got any selfish questions they would ask before we end like they want to ask oh, but they oh wouldn't because they know that yeah you know, it's not exactly imp- that important that's hard because i've i've my brain has been programmed to not try and think of those questions <laughs> selfish oh. questions like that we would ask like the company yeah, about you, something well, if, no, if, you, if, if you didn't get dirty looks or any blowback for wasting time <laughs> what would you ask <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say this question I don't want to, I don't want to say it uh, Paul then I guess That's while stupid. he says yeah. he doesn't want to say it while everyone thinks uh, he's, yeah, at least he's got something I, I don't yeah. hmm, this is hard yeah, I'm trying to think of one um, yeah why isn't Kral on the poster she's dead <laughs> What a game! Can I address the color of the bandana on my pixel? By the way, while everyone's thinking, go check out Water Games coverage. He co- um, Chris on Gaming Kinda covered all kinds of um, media tour news. So if you want a great site to check, great video channel to check out all the different um, channels for media tour stuff, and interviews and videos, go check out Gaming Kinda. Also, remember to go check out Water Games channel with um, Brian, where they covered with other content creators, including me. I was on one of the videos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, anyone who had to click that video. <laughs> I was guess. Uh, I okay. I th- I think I have one. I guess I would ask. Um, when will I actually get like a buff female character that is in the main lineup of Scions? This is like it's such a weirdly specific thing. It could be a Femurgan <laughs> because Femurgan are the best, and I love them. But like. I I love all our girls, but I'm tired of these wayfish little ladies. I not so to true. say yeah. that like not to say that Ishtola is not like so powerful that she could crush me as soon as look at me. Like she definitely could. And I love our female <laughs> characters, but I just want like a real powerhouse of a woman who is just like a super, you know, physical fight focused kind of character that like has just as much depth as as other characters and you know is taken really seriously and also is somebody that I really come to love in the game because like it always feels like those characters kind of get shuffled off and like many of the Rugged women we know I know and I just like I think this would be a great opportunity with Endwalker so so really your your question would be more of an offer for uh new female (laughs) NPC uh consultation services and we just run oh, it through it through a, a, a list. Okay, would I want this character to step on me? Yes or no? I mean, would yes. I? <laughs> if yes, you know me. So if that character yeah. could step on me, then great. But like, really specifically, like a buff woman. I want to see like a buff woman all up in this lineup, and that would be my big thing. Either that, or I would ask, like, can we actually get real, straight up for real Z's like LGBT representation in the game? They're oh, not yes, like that frivolous. But Not like, like beating I, around the bush, like actual straight up come out and be like, hey, yes. this character. They are canonically together and they are a prominent character and not just like the NPCs for the side quest, which are great, but like actually having that be like a real thing. Yes, it would be one of those yeah. things for me, I think. That'd be cool. That's a good one. I, I, I'm, I'm with that question completely because the love of my life got killed off in A Realm Reborn and I've never loved anyone in this fucking game again. <laughs> That's it. All oh, your waifus are trash. You stole her? Trash. I've been waiting for her to die. Every time she's died, I've cheered. It hurts yeah. me inside. Hate me. Oh Hate my gosh. Me. They killed off mine. I want them to kill off yours. They're never going to kill off Tartaru. Too oh, useful. Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, killing, that would... killing off. I'm going to make an Avengers reference because I, you know, of course I am. Ta- <laughs> yeah. Killing Tartaru off would be like when they killed Coulson off. That would yeah, be like just... the okay. Yeah. Th- we're we're gonna we're, we're this this is we're we're not messing around anymore. 
They wouldn't be able to afford anything then because nobody would finance anything and everything would go. To, so no revenge would happen because nobody would be able to plan anything because the only well, one. That well, there would see there'd be even more desperation than behind <laughs> that that need for revenge. <laughs> Pure revenge. Uh, so she is on the cover art right at the start, at the front and start, and you know, star position. Like honestly, like my okay, it's a different grade because I, I, that question is in like limbo and i'm never going to say it because that would discreet me as a person i would say discreet me as a person but a lot of you will find out how truly weird i am but the main greed question i would like is that can my character have neon green eyes that glow because i love green and i'd i want neon green eyes that glow it's so my character to look like they've maybe been standing in some nuclear waste for a little too long yeah or have you know tasted chaos you know but we must kill chaos no i am chaos (laughs) Green chaos, <laughs> you know. I mean, I guess if I had to ask a question, like a stupid, selfish question, this is this is as, as probably as selfish as you can get. I just want like a mansion-sized house in the Pike, that big giant dragoon statue out in Corthus, and I just want to live there. Just me. Nobody else can do it. That's just my <gasps> my house. Can my character live as a hobo in the pipe? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like, like, I know, mean, your bed spreads. There, you know, little... there, there's no other place where you could reasonably do a this guy are sick cosplay reenactment. Uh, look, I'm a Lalafell. No, can they sell shoebox just... houses as fast as like housing items so that I can have at my own house inside Did someone else's house? That just go over house? everybody's head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know that reference. That. Sorry, Fusion. I have no idea what you in, were talking about. In FF7 in Midgar. There's like uh, this guy that like lives in like this kind of weird like rundown looking pipey metal house thing, and he there was a translation error, and it says this guy are sick. Oh yeah, I've the one that oh in the slums, right? Game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember now. Yeah, you, and then he disappears later on for some reason. I've only I played tried. from thirteen and up. Don't worry, Fusion. I made a reference about <laughs> Moogle making out in the night. <laughs> that's that's where I could put it. Remember the uh, Fantasy Seven mini game where you go feed them, feed the Moogle. I don't. Why does nobody else but me remember this mini game? I, <laughs> <laughs> it was in the I, mean, Shady, I don't know what you're looking up on a on a, I, on a Saturday I, night. I have but... never spent a lot of time in the gold saucer. Okay, in the gold saucer, I'm gonna bring, go there again. Go check out the ERP episode, everyone. No, actually, don't go check that out. It's really lewd. Um, uh, there's a gold saucer mini game, right, where a Moogle wants to impress a lady, but he doesn't know how to fly. Um, so what you got to do is you got to feed yeah. the Moogle okay, Koopa this is nuts. Bring- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after you've fed them enough Koopa nuts, they'll learn how to fly. But if you overfeed them, they'll just fall on the floor because they've got a big belly. And then later on, he's trying to teach How his kids me? because they met, had babies. And now he's trying to teach the kids, but he's, he wants you to remind him how to fly. So you got to feed him Koopa nuts again. I think you have to Damn, feed him really slightly less that time. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Okay. You're not alone. I, I, I do remember. Oh, I can God. confirm that was a thing that did exist. Yeah. Okay, so Chili does not look like a crazed mental asylum patient. So there you go, chat. No, that's still doing I mean, he still <laughs> might. He's just not wrong. <laughs> like, uh, the episode is called Moogle Bre- Breading. Okay. Breading. Oh, boy. Get that bread. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that bread. Uh, did you play Seven at all, Rook? I so I just played remake. I played seven when it was like when I was a, I was super young. My dad played it and I watched, but I barely remember anything about it. So I came back with the remake and uh, 
I want to go back and actually play the original, but eight is really the one where like I remember yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, obsessed yeah. with it, and like um, I just have very faint memories of seven. Anyone excited for the possible? Have you got, seen the rumors of nine remake next year? I've seen that, and I am furious that they're skipping right over eight. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like I want a remake for eight so bad, but nine is like I mean I will take it. I will absolutely take we, it. We we did get uh, there's that Renoa cinematic from uh, Brave Exvius that came out this week with her and Angelo. We'll oh, just have so to beautiful. that's that's what we get. We just get that that little. 10 second battle animation i guess that's that's for the ff8 oh, fans okay. meanwhile nine will get a remake and a cartoon <laughs> i don't think the remake okay, of nine is going to look nine. anything like that cti i think that cti is probably gonna be a lot better than the remake is gonna be for nine. Oh yeah i think it's just gonna be a like a hasty or upper of the original i don't think it's that much effort is gonna be put into it. oh we'll see what i mean there what? are a couple of games that real. are yeah, there's a couple games in the Final Fantasy lineup that I honestly think the stories are so incredible, like six and nine come to mind, right? Like, where the stories are so fantastic, that if they were willing to put that investment in and reintroduce them to new audiences, I think there would be like a huge surge in popularity for those titles. Um, but it's just about taking that risk and like whether or not they want to put it out there because they, you know, like are and aren't as, as well known, like, people who played them are like, yes, these are amazing games. But they aren't oftentimes the ones that you hear about, like, first on people's lips about Final Fantasy, you know? Um, unless there's somebody who's played them and really liked them. It's just that they kind of got, like, overshadowed by other ones in the lineup for a little while. Well, it probably doesn't yeah. help for the older people like me who, when Final Fantasy did come out here for the first time, 7 was just the first game that came out here. There was no 1 to 6 until after 7. So, oh, wow. Yeah, 7 was the introduction to Final Fantasy in Europe. That's wild. I didn't realize that. Yeah, six came with a demo. Ten. That's how late we got six. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it was like seven came out. They're like, oh well, it sells well. Then eight came out. Oh, it's really selling well. Okay, let's release one and two. And everyone's like, so there was one and two. <laughs> and when I was well, young, you know, I just if, thought they would like being like really like strange and be like, oh, we're gonna call it seven because there's so many of something in this. That that's why it's seven. I, if I remember right, too, I think you guys also got one into uh, digital for 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 PSP. We didn't get that here. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we got digital. PSP. So so there were you know you got some stuff that we didn't get. So but if know, that makes me feel any better, <laughs> <laughs> we might eventually. If rumors are true, we might finally be getting Chrono Cross for the first time ever next year. If the remake is true. <laughs> That's the yeah. first release officially in Europe. Well, I mean. You can you can you can also still buy like Chrono Cross new from Square, so yeah, <laughs> it's not like that one's hard to get a hold of. Well, in North America, it was never officially released yeah. here. So as I said, it's like ah, oh, but no, Final Fantasy one to. I'm going through the because I only played because I was young at the time, and I was like, oh, graphics. That's all I care about. So I only played. I know that sounds like much when I'm talking about seven, and anyone who plays it like, oh my god, those graphics are horrible. But back in the day, it's like, oh my god, these are amazing. So I, I had trouble going back to one to six. So I never played one to six. Mm. So, so I'm actually going through them with the remasters for the first time. So when five comes out, it'll be my first time playing five. Yeah, I mean, I was I was around when each each one came out. Um, I was just you know one. It's like I I was literally was born the same year that Final Fantasy came out. So I am Me as too. old as Final Fantasy. Nice. Me too. Okay. Yeah. 1987. So you know, right? you get, yep. Yep. Yeah. 87. Way. <laughs> January. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, you get you get up to this age and you kind of look back. You're like, oh, 
yeah, I could play those, but they're like older games now. They don't look I, as I, good. I like going over by anniversaries. Like, oh, it's Final Fantasy 35. That means I am also 35. Thanks, <laughs> video game. <laughs> then you're like, oh, I'm 35 now? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I remember turning 18 in Texas. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I miss America. I really do. Oh, no, I'm not Miss America, by the way. I just miss visiting America. <laughs> yeah, Jenny's Miss America. Let's go. Here she comes. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. You won it this year. Okay, I have to ask now. I have to ask, Chili, what did you do for the talent portion? Um, uh, I raided 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> On two PC, no eight P. I was raiding the whole the whole pie was me. <laughs> He's just on like a little stool, spinning around, just like hitting all the keyboards. No, I'm a controller player, remember? I have two controllers. No, I have three controllers, right? So I have four DPS. Mm. That's one controller. I have two tanks. That's another controller. And two healers. That's another controller. And I had to go. I had to ruin my pie by having all the DPS be the same job, so I could have the same button com- combinations with the same controller. Yeah, so he's just got like, like eight of those Xbox accessibility controllers and just like a wad of cables and accessories. <laughs> uh, all plugged into my multi-tap. There you go. God, I remember uh, multi-taps. Oh, man. We're yeah, old. About old games. Stop, ma- stop that, making me feel old. Remember that 9 actually had multiplayer? What? Yeah, you could play 9 in co-op. Didn't you know yeah. that? Yeah. If you go into the settings, if you go into the settings, you can change. It's not a complete co-op game, but you know the battle system. Uh, yeah. You could change the. Um, you could change it so that two party members use the different controller. So you could have two people be huh. one part. Two people, yeah, two people in the other. Mmm. So I didn't know that. That's cool. Learn something yeah. new every day. I think there was another one that also had it. I can't remember which one, but I I do I just remember that nine had offline co-op. Hmm. Anyway, we're running Ten really almost late had online integration. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was the one that was it? Was nine, wasn't it? Where where play online came out? Like, uh, for, was it nine? Around yeah. The same so time? so the yeah, they were, just... they were they were they were working on play online when nine came out, and so half of the guide was use this keyword on play online, and then uh, early if you if you Google it, um, you could probably find the early like you know closed doors off screen camera footage of FF10. Um, that actually had online play online integration where they had an online strategy guide um, and that was scrapped. But if you remember the menu, the main menu for FF10 still said play online at the top when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's why. Yeah, that's hmm. interesting. I know that Dirge of Cerberus had a multiplayer online mode in Japan, but it didn't go. Yeah, they like sure did, but not over here. I mean, in Europe, we didn't even get Final Fantasy 11 on PS2. So yeah, well, eventually you did. It took a while, though. No, I don't think no, because we never got the hard drive. Oh, on PS2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I imported my PC copy for a stupid amount of money. I'm trying to think, they they localized it. I think was that with Ottergon? I I don't know. I I, I imported right? day one from PC French from and America. German support for okay. I I, I imported day one from America, which at the time the shop charged me a hundred pounds for the PC version, <laughs> oh, which was two hundred dollars because one pound was two dollars at the time. Oh, so. You uh, you really wanted to play eleven. I really wanted to play eleven. Uh, well, I guess we should start. As I said, we we gone late for once. It's been fun talking. Thank you so much, Fusion X and yeah. Rick, for joining us. Yeah. Which means you're starting in forty minutes, right? What's that? Uh, yeah, my radio yeah. starting in forty. Um, <laughs> Our usual time when we talk with Americans is usually about twelve one. We start. That's why I was yeah. talking about that. 
Well, and the yeah. you know time zone changes and daylight savings and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One last question: What's what, you, what even is time? I know it's. I mean, it's like when you get a bunch of podcasters and content creators together, we can just ramble basically for all time forever. It's, <laughs> it's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. This week. That's why we me. end up talking about transformers for twenty minutes. Yeah, this, week, <laughs> this week confused the hell out of me because I was like, well, I was planning it. I was like, okay, Rook, can you be here at eleven? And then I contacted Fusion. Fusion's like, I'm going to be half a bit late. So it's okay. Can we have... I'm like, okay, so the podcast is going to start half an hour late. So that's fine. We, we can do that. And then the time zone changed. So I'm like, wait then, no. We're going to start an hour early, but half an hour late. But that's still half an hour early. So I'm like, if, if we late See, or early? You're like busting out the calculator. It's like, how do we do this with the number? I don't carry the I mean, one. Like, if Chili didn't message me, I would literally come at like half 11. And then I would yeah. be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Where'd everyone go? Oh, we've done the podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> I say that, but it's now half 12, so. Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. Working show, game ahead, right? Post show. Yeah, free post show, post show, post post show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talking Go Round, the <laughs> Moogle Go Round post show. Ah, but anyway, Fusion, have you got any shout outs and where can they see your content and, and you know, and any like contact information and stuff? Um, I mean, obviously, the big one for me uh, is Gamer Escape. I'm sure most people have heard of it by now. If you haven't, GamerEscape.com. Uh, we do a Final Fantasy 14 podcast that also tum- sometimes does tangents, but it's mostly a really, really great Final Fantasy 14 podcast, uh, Aetheret Radio. Uh, that's every Saturday at t- uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, again, uh, twitch.tv slash GamerEscape for that. Um, all my personal stuff is at Rofeldrg, R-O-F-L-D-R-G. Um, shout out to Rook. She's got some cool lore videos. If if you're into that kind of thing, make sure to go check that out. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <Rook. laughs> what? What's up? Uh, yes. Hello. I am Rook, uh, aka currently Bird of Chess. Yeah. Chess, like the board that you board game that you play. No T on the end. Just chess. <laughs> um, I am a variety. I'm a broadcaster with a focus on Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars Two. Um, I was really, really excited, as we mentioned here, to be a part of the media tour this year and did coverage over on my YouTube. But you can also catch me live on Twitch. Um, it has been a wild month. I've had a lot of stuff that I've been doing and a convention guest appearance and other projects I'm flying out for and all kinds of things. Um, so, you know, scheduling has been a bit wild. But as we get into Endwalker here, there's going to be a ton of streams and a ton of stuff happening. So I'd love to see anybody who's around. Um, I would love to do a shout out for Fusion. Uh, Fusion X, who some of you may know, may not know, I don't know. Um, but Fusion's also an amazing content creator and works so hard on Aetherite Radio, the uh, Final Fantasy XIV podcast with Gamerscape that I get to co-host. I brought too. you on the show. You're you're already a permanent host. You don't need to suck up to me anymore. It's okay. <laughs> Still, shout out to Fusion um, and shout out to both of you. Thank you so much, Paul and Chili, for having me here today. Um, and as a little note, I'm going to repeat again, uh, I am going through a rebrand, so next week all of my channel stuff will be changed and it will be Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I, um, but hopefully you can still find me and it'll be great to get that all finally done because it's been a long work in progress. <laughs> By the way, I was so happy to see Rookscar was doing content with you because I know her from um, Tasty Peach and Riss. Yes, she's wonderful. She actually edited the old Charlian video and the... Um, Garlemald video and we have more lore videos in the works so she was so fantastic to work with and she is so very good at like visual storytelling so I was really excited I I had reached out to her a while back and we just finally got to get some projects out over the media tour um because she's come on and is going to be doing regular work with the channel so um she's awesome she's so sweet big shout out to Brooke Scar wonderful person 
Uh, Paul, have you got anything you want to say before we start wrapping up? Uh, I'm Paul. Uh, don't do much content. Not one of those big guys. As these three are. I'm not. <laughs> I just sit here. I'm nowhere near as big I as these two. I've just been sitting here holding a pee in for the like, last like 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> content, yeah. Uh, nah, uh, thank you to the two guests coming on and literally doing my job for me. I didn't have to do anything today. Mainly on my phone again. It was great. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for coming on. And I can't wait to see your rebranding as well, Rook. Thanks. We just did ours for, for Gamerscape. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure to go check that out. Yeah. We, got our new, and really, I hope... we got a new site coming. Yeah, and I can't wait to use it when I want to do my fishing and stuff. It's going to be so good for fishing. It yeah. is. You don't know how many times I've gone on there and been like, okay, oh, so that you just want like a there, giant list there. of fish, we got you covered. Oh, good. I'm a bit fishy today. But yeah, I win that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I got, I got much else. I, I, I stream on this channel. Obviously, weekends. Yeah. I'd like to shout out to Paul as always. Thank you. I'd like to shout out to both my guests. It was lovely chatting with you both. Uh, you were saying, ah, oh, it was great until I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be like, oh, my God, I don't want to be on this show again. I'm like, oh, thank God uh, that you didn't say that. Thank you so much for joining me as always. Um, but no, I will remember that we do have some big events coming up. Uh, tomorrow is the live letter, so we'll be covering it with Maelstrom Radio live. Uh, so go check that out, out tomorrow like, at night during the live stream so as you can watch us talk about stuff as it happens and also we've got the extra life dungeon rally on saturday where we're, um, we'll be racing against other content creators to raise money for extra life um thanks again to square enix for the donations of six copies of pharmacy 14 complete edition to give away so we're giving away three pc complete editions and three ps4 complete editions um so make sure you tune up for that um so yeah two big major events coming up soon so thank you so much uh, well, yeah, extra um, life just creeped right up on us didn't i didn't even yeah. realize it was jeez yeah, yeah what it was it? Did it was it last month or yeah we did one last month, yeah, the we, month won. we did one yeah hashtag yeah, pay to win where we yeah because we, we had bigger wallets yeah we we see the, well, the dungeon I, well, rally I don't is, because <laughs> the dungeon rally is um where we race against other content creators but you can pay to add time to other content creators and then we found out some, one of the content creators paid to remove time on their on their channel. So we just flooded their account dads to, you know, we did it for the children. And also yeah. to add 30 minutes to their time so that we beat them. But we did it for the children. <laughs> we did it for the children, Clearly. you know. For the children, you know, yeah. For the kids. Yeah, for the children. Oh, I, you know. For the kids, you know. Hashtag pay you to win. Or yeah, pay, pay, to, pay win. to win. Pay to win. Unfortunately, been... people that will hear that podcast, it would already be be done yeah this will go live next week because so, it but goes still. live wednesday next week so yeah, yeah. anyway don't know what time but for the people on twitch come follow us at twitch twitch.tv slash around where you can watch all this live it's mugger around radio not mugger around, around radio go add the radio even though we also don't do anything radio if you've been enjoying my playthrough of um voice of cards it's been split up into parts on youtube and i'm slowly adding it to there so go check out our youtube channel for more voice of card stuff um, and and make sure to stick around after Google go round for talking go round the post show. <laughs> for the... Anyway, we're gonna end this now. It's, we're at one hour and forty four minutes, and we normally aim for an hour, so we're a little bit above <laughs> our normal. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm on I'm on one hour and fifty four minutes. That, that's because we had the pre show. Oh, anyway, okay. <laughs> follow me, MJ Scotty. We're back in two weeks, I think, and that's our last podcast until December. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay.